Welcome back to Yeg Sports, ladies and gentlemen. We are back for episode number something something. I am joined by Ethan Beduza, as usual. And, oh, do, uh, do you want me to say something? Or? Yeah, just acknowledge that you are here and present. Um, this is like attendance. I, Ethan Christopher Beduza, of House Beduza, am here, ready to go. Another episode of Yeg Sports. Let's do it. Let's Alrighty. <laughs> Can you feel that? Can you feel the energy in this Zoom call today? It's yeah, no, it's 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 up there. It's up there. Because <laughs> the, the call's been open for like half an hour already. We just started recording. We are also joined by, as his Zoom name reads, Saradford Bonnenberg, which is a missed opportunity to just write Sadford Bronnenberg. I think that would be even more cool if you did that. But yeah, it's yeah, Brad. you're probably right. Hey man, back for the second time. Listen, it has been, I previously stated it was always a lifelong dream of mine to appear on Yeg Sports, but now I've, I've realized that my true lifelong dream was to appear twice, which I have now accomplished. So I would say I'm starting off adulthood on the right foot here. Um, it <laughs> yeah, is, adulthood, <laughs> day three. <laughs> I peaked already, but that's okay. Listen, it is wonderful to be here in your guys's presence today i gotta say I, i'm feeling the wave in my hair and i seeing ryan's hair kind of kind of floofing up like that it makes yeah, me feel a, more included <laughs> um ethan is hiding under a hat but that's okay you don't want to see his, my hair i know his luscious locks are you don't want to see are it being are, he's just containing them so we <laughs> hide our envy listen it's wonderful to be here um i just want to say before we start uh well, we there started. was a certain sporting event that may have taken place at the beginning of February. I don't know. I forgot about it really, but um, football or something like, yeah. but uh, sense of purposes that never happened. And upon any discussion that may lead itself down that path, I will become immediately withdrawn and sad. So <laughs> I would like to formally place, for <laughs> place a request that, that sporting event that may once again may or may not have taken place at the beginning of February did not happen uh for all extensive purposes in this Zoom call. Thank you. Ryan, do you know what he's talking about? Because I have no <laughs> I what's, what's a what's a football? <laughs> I don't even have a foot. Man, that was such a letdown, dude. Like I was so and honestly. <laughs> I mean, I hit Chris the nail on the head. <laughs> I hit the nail. I'm sorry. I can't. I hit the nail on the head, dude. If you go back and listen to that, obviously my prediction was wrong. But what I said is if the Bucks are going to win, this is how they're going to win. And that's exactly what they did. I was a prophet. And it sucks. I hate being right all the time. <laughs> it's, it's, it's garbage. And you know, the, the thing that's the worst thing about it, all right? I, I've honestly never been more angry about something. Not about the Super Bowl. It's whatever. They won last year. You're you're only going to win every second year. That's reasonable. But, <laughs> like, their coach. Most teams don't win at all. Their coach, Bruce Arians, he's just this, this doofus. He had possibly the dumbest quote of all time regarding that game. And I would like to present it to you guys who are very knowledgeable in, in the, in sports. And maybe that you could break it down to me in a way where it's not the singularly dumbest thing ever uttered by a human mouth in human history. I, which is, I just, sorry. I just want to interrupt real quickly. I don't think it's the dumbest thing anyone's ever said. It's definitely up there, 
But if you want to check out the dumbest thing anyone's ever said, just head over to at Yeg Sports Quotes, and there's like a whole list of them there for you. So. Second dumbest. Actually, third dumbest next to all these stupid Taylor Hall trade proposals. So, <laughs> Which we'll get we'll, to in a bit. We'll, it, we'll get there. But no, so the Chiefs' whole mantra the entire year was run it back. You know, we're running it back. We're going run again because they won the last year. Run it back, right? Bruce Arians, who's always drunk and is just kind of that racist redneck uncle that everybody has. After the game, he's doing this big bragging speech, basically talking about how the Chiefs are trash, which I have never seen a winning coach do. Like, yeah, their team sucks. Like, I've never seen that before. But anyways, um, and he goes, we ain't trying to run it back. That's Kansas City's bullshit. We going for two. What do you mean you're going for two? That's the exact same thing as running it back. <laughs> you are literally doing the exact same thing. It made me so mad because like I kept seeing that poster like the Bucks are going for two. I'm like lowercase numbers, man. Lower, lowercase I know. numbers. And then you have the media like the Buccaneers bring back all their starters. It's like uh, the Chiefs did the same thing last year. And so I saw an article like, this is a highlight example of why bringing back all your starters doesn't work. And then the Bucs do. It's like 20 reasons why the Bucs are winning the next three Super Bowls. This is it. We got them locked down. They brought all their starters back. It's like, I I cannot. Like, <laughs> anyways. So I, I see that you're taking the loss well two I months am, later. I am. I'm fine. Like, I'm not upset about it. It's been two months it. already? It has I'm been two ups- months since the Super I'm not upset Bowl. about it at, at all. Clearly. Really. I mean, downright, I'm just, I'm honestly happy about it because like, I feel like you got to give other teams some time in the limelight, you know? Like, but like. Uh, <laughs> but not anyways. the Ottawa Senators, apparently. <laughs> Ayo. Okay. I know we're going to talk about hockey in a bit. Hockey. Because the trade deadline's coming up. Yes, Ryan? When's the trade deadline? Monday, Monday, Monday. Monday. Holy crap. That's sooner than I thought. So the trade deadline's Monday. We're going to talk about some potential trade targets for the Oilers. But first, because. Cross I mean, Paul Mary off your list. Sad. He wasn't on my list, but he was okay. on mine. He was on mine too, actually. Um, before we get to that, I do want to talk about the Blue Jays real quick because it's my show too, and I just <laughs> I love watching <laughs> baseball. Okay, so the Jays—that's uh, <sighs> the sport with where they hit the ball with the bat, right? Yes, correct. That's that one. Okay, that's about yeah, the extent yeah. of my knowledge. Isn't that cricket? Well, no, that's a flat bat. Anyways, anyways, so last week's episode, we were talking about how the Jays were awesome because they took two or three from the Yankees and everything was all great. And then they go into Texas playing probably the worst team in the American League and they lose two of three to them. And so now they're at 500. And I don't, I, I don't know how to, how to take this, you know, like, after the game, this only scored one run that game. Which game? The game, the one, one of the games against Texas, they scored yeah. one run. I think that's not great. Let, let me just. I think in the whole series they put up. Um, I'm just pulling it up right here. Three games against the Rangers, they scored twelve runs, which is not terrible, mm-hmm. but it's not good enough when you're pitching just doesn't show up um tanner roark like we all thought still sucks at pitching the baseball like i i I don't know what else management needs to see from tanner roark he was terrible last year he was awful in his first start this year um he's probably blaming it on computers again but 
darn computers. Um, but the one thing I really want to talk about is Vladimir Guerrero Jr., who all the Blue Jays beat writers are picking as their candidate candidate for a breakout season, right? He's a guy that's going to, you know, bat 300 and just hit 40 doubles and be awesome, which I think he totally will do that. But in mm-hmm. the last couple of games, a lot of fans have been really critical of him, of especially of his defense at first base, which <sighs> so – Okay, there was a there was a couple plays in the I can't even remember if it was the Texas or the New York series, but like plays where his foot's coming off first base, stretching out for a ball. Which like, did you see those plays? Do you know what plays I'm talking about? I don't. Oh, well. So which like. Fans have been really critical of his defense, which I just want to say to Blue Jays fans, if you're a Blue Jay fan listening to the show, shut up, okay? <laughs> like, Vlad Jr., he, he has made some pretty shitty plays over at first base. He's also made some really nice plays. That last uh, Rangers game on, uh, what day was that? What day? Wednesday. Wednesday, where he threw the guy out at third base um, on, on the bunt. Like... I'd say he's been neutral defensively, which for first base is fine when you're hitting and he's hitting. Yeah. Cause so, first base is like, it's just your first line of defense. If you're like getting half, if, if at first base, you can get half your guys out, right. Wonderful. Awesome. Because there's still four more people behind you. It's like, so, I, I'll, I'll ask you guys this question. But I'll ask any baseball fan this question too. Name a good defensive first baseman. You can't. I could probably name three baseball players though. <laughs> but like, no first baseman is known for his glove. Okay, first baseman is the position where you put your hit, your best hitter, who yeah. can't play anywhere else. Yeah, and right? who you don't want to keep at DH because that's someone else's job right now. Like, you know? there's a reason Vlad's playing first instead of third now. Because he can't move around enough to play third. Yeah. So I think he's batting around 500 to start the season or something ridiculous. <laughs> like, so, like, yeah, just I, I just wanted to talk about Vlad Jr. and how I think he's doing great. I'm actually going to pull up um, baseball savant here. Let me just is, let me just tell you, because you were saying you don't you don't know how to feel about it, but I'll tell you. It's just the start. Like, remember this year the Oilers start off three and six, and all no, the no, I, I actually don't off? remember that, which Things- probably <laughs> serves your point even more. <laughs> exactly, you don't because you got the shit back on the rails. I I have a rule, which is I will not sound alarm bells until a third of the way through a sports team season because yep. I feel like that accounts for flukes and everything. So, like, if the Oilers made it to like. A month ago, and they were still below 500. I would have been like, well, no. The Flames now, aren't they? The Flames. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. These these guys have had – the Canucks have not played in like a week and a half, and the Flames yeah. somehow dropped below them in the standings. And That's hilarious. Catch them. Yeah. Honestly, the Sens are going to beat poor, the Flames the poor at this Canucks, point. Though. Yeah. I know. 
I, I mean, honestly, at this point, like if the Sens over overtook the Flames, I wouldn't be that surprised. The Sens are way better than people give them credit for. It's just Edmonton giving them fits. Like the Sens are 13, 9, and 3 against teams that aren't Jets or Oilers. I know, but then you have the dumps. The Oilers are actually a very bad team if you took out every game they played against a bad team. Which if I hear one more <laughs> dumbass American hockey fan going on about how <laughs> These don't count because we're playing the centers. You get to play Buffalo nine times. What are you talking about? The Flyers, the Flyers and the Rangers have the exact same record and a 46 goal differential. I Legit. I saw that. What do you mean? North division defense. The Leafs are number one in the league. What are you talking about? Yeah. I don't, it blows my mind. Like it's to discredit it. It's it's like the uh, post. Sorry, and then I'll, I'll let you get back to to your good stats. Old Vlad. You found your stats, but, but no, it, it blows my mind. There's this post that's really famous from the NFL subreddit where some guy like a year or so ago goes, Patrick Mahomes is actually not that good because if you took his stat and he was dead serious, like if you took his stats and you regressed him to league average, he's league average, which is basically his point. Like if we just adjust him in all these outlier categories to what everyone else is, he's actually pretty average. That, yeah. If McDavid didn't score, if, if Leon Dreisaitl didn't get a hat trick yesterday, we wouldn't have won that game. Well, guess what? He got a hat trick. Stupid. <laughs> if, if people who say, like, oh, the Oilers, if they didn't have Dreisaitl and McDavid, they wouldn't be. If the Penguins didn't have Crosby and Malkin, how many Stanley Cups do you think they would have in the past 20 years? Zip. Are you kidding me? Zip. If they didn't have. Yeah. Lemie- like that, that Ryan Mackey guy, he's left-handed. If he, if he turned off his left hand, he wouldn't be left-handed. <laughs> exactly. Like, it's such a stupid argument when people are like, well, if this happened, it would be like if I was saying like, yeah, well, if the Chiefs had an O-line that wasn't made of like sticky glue and and just rags of, of dishcloth taped together with raisins, they definitely would have won that game. But guess what? They didn't have that and they lost that game. And that's what happened. Like raisins. anybody, Raisin glue. It, like if you take out the meat from a cheeseburger, and the cheeseburger isn't very it's good. Not a, no, exactly. <laughs> this it's is the argument that people make. <laughs> and like anybody who keeps saying two Take man the cheese, team, though, it's not even a cheeseburger anymore. No, no, it's just <laughs> it's just pieces of bread. But the two man team is such a hilarious argument to me because a lot of fans get super angry, and I'm like, then you just lost to two players. Like that does, yeah. that's yeah. not. And for the record, we're like four or five players now. Yeah. So yeah. we we are like five players and. A goalie who's a solid maybe, you know? Yeah, I mean, Mike Smith. <laughs> when he feels like it. Yeah, he's Mike good. both our goalies like are, you know, maybes. <laughs> yeah, they're they're inconsistent, but I mean, I'm I've been pretty confident riding Smith this year. Like, it's just a matter of like, you know, because like McDavid, Drysdale. I'll put Puliarvi as a top tier contributor. He doesn't score that much. He's pretty snake bitten, but the dude hits so many posts, and he's always up. He's there. actually like I I just looked this up today. Um, I think this is from MoneyPuck.com. Puliarvi has the second or third lowest or highest goals below expected. Yeah. So he's like, yeah. he's basically the second or third most unlucky player in the NHL. Yeah. Right? When he's Absolutely. on the ice, it's either no luck or the goalie is George Vezina, you know? Exactly. That Temporarily. It, it drives me crazy. And then I think, honestly, like, as far as depth goes, I mean, Devin Shore, that dude... I've seen him sh- shoot some jock straps to the ceilings. Like, he does, he's got some moves. Like, he had that one goal, uh, I think, against Toronto. Uh, 
the other day where he like went shorthanded and he like dangles around. I'm like, the Oilers there are not a two man team anymore. I mean, I don't know if I'd really put Nuge as a top contributor this year, but I mean, he's like, been rough for two months he's now. He's been rough, but I put I put Yamamoto. He's he's pretty good. Um, he's been rough too for two months. He this is the great, thing, though. This but, is the thing, though. Like, okay, Nuge hasn't been hasn't been great. Like he he hasn't been scoring the last couple of weeks. Yeah. But really, we haven't needed him to score because no. McDavid's on, Drysaddle's on. You know, whichever player decides to show up and put up a couple points that game, yeah. like we're loaded. Yeah, Nurse is two years ago. Sniper, so. Darnell Nurse, dude. Two Darnell Norris. Thank you very much. <laughs> two that, years ago, if Ryan Nugent Hopkins went on like a twenty-game pointless streak, it would have sunk the team. But now we're in a spot where it, it, it doesn't really like obviously I would much prefer if Ryan Nugent Hopkins was getting three points every night, but we don't need him to. We we don't need it. Honestly, I think I have magic curse powers because every time I talk trash about an oiler, they pop off the next game. It is hilarious. Like Nell's gonna test him because I usually talk to him. Like it happened. I was talking to Ryan the other day and I was like dissing tourists, and then he gets like two points (laughs) in like one period. I mean, he's been kind of he's actually been pretty good the past couple games, I thought. Can you just tip it so he puts Hosbeck in the lineup? Please. Yes. I, when I saw that, I was like, oh, no, the Yank Sports boys are going to be so sad. And then I traded Haas to you in fantasy for David Ayers last <laughs> of, night. Of all of all the bullshit moves Dave Tippett has made this year, I don't think any of them compare. It's <laughs> like Haas. Okay. Leaving Bouchard out of the lineup, That's... there's an argument for Tyson Berry. He puts up a lot of points. Okay. Yeah. That is, is there an, an argument. argument for Chris Russell. Chris he Russell, a lot of shots. he's a he's veteran big... presence. He blocks a lot of shots. He's he a gosh darn cowboy. Fucking putting in Kyle Turris for Gaetan Haas. <laughs> Gaetan Haas is literally Kyle Turris if Kyle Turris was good at hockey. <laughs> and he's a hell of a lot cheaper, too. So, oh, yeah. Like, and he's Swiss. And he plays oh, defense. Oh, oh. Hey, that dude's yeah. fast. He, he, he whips around. And he's Gaetan. a rock star. Most importantly, he's a rock star. He is a rock star. So this, like, oh, man, I just, and not even for the memes. I was actually physically angry when I saw that Haas was out for Kyle Turris. Yeah. Which Kyle Turris, I've been a defender of Kyle Turris this year. I think he's a good player, but not for, like, all the guys you could have taken out of the lineup. I'm looking at. Zach Cassian, I'm looking at Alex Chason. Oh, Chason, don't get me started Aiden on Alex James Chason. Neal, like, but fucking ugh. Alex Chason. I listen, listen. <laughs> he has a great shot, but he might be one Does of my he? least favorite players of all time when he hits it. He, but he honestly might be one of my least favorite players of all time. I mean, he's a nice guy, <laughs> but he just he makes me feel like like he's just like the middle. St- stepchild of wingers is the only way I can describe them. Like I just, I can't, there's that, there's that, uh, uh, meme from arrested development. That's like, you know, like if you're accusing me of playing favorites, I love all my children equally. And then it's like four hours earlier. I don't care for Job. That's me. Just, Hey, I don't play favorites. I love all Oilers wingers equally. No, I don't. I don't care for chase on at all. Like the power play, dude, that crap last night, last afternoon, because some dumbass thought putting it at three was a good idea. He had a wide open net like four yeah, times. Who does it? Like 3 p.m. 
Why would you start anything at 3 p.m.? Am I right, guys? It's the NHL has it out for the Ottawa Senators because that's not the first time they've had to play at um like 5 p.m. local time. So they did a couple ridiculous. weeks ago they did it against the Flames. Yeah. The game was on ridiculous. at three o'clock. That was a wonderful game though. I loved watching that one. But no, like I just Man, like Chason is is just he's just kind of a black hole. I don't know. I I for the life of me, the thing that I've been most angry at Dave Tippett about all year, and I've had many rants about this to people. Why is Chason on PP one over Pugliarvi? I don't understand the PP. Yeah, the PP. And also, my God, last night I didn't even know we had a second power play unit. That was crazy. (laughs) I didn't know we had two. But like, why wait, is... I can have two. Yeah, <laughs> that was ridiculous. But why is Chase? Honestly, give me a good reason. Why is Chase on on the first power play above? Because uh, due to Canadian language laws, you have to provide services in English and French. <laughs> of course, of course. That's the only oh, thing I can goodness. think of. Uh, like I, it, if if he was playing for an American team, he wouldn't. <laughs> or or for the Canadians because the Canadians, you know, they have <laughs> all their man. French, they have all their French guys, and they don't have to do English. We should resign Johan Arvitu and then send Chase on to the Wolves. With, with get with our Hoss, French guy back. With Haas gone, who do we have for Swiss representation? Nobody, like, nobody. But no, the, is that that's not an official language here? Swiss is not an official language mm, here. I don't so even safe. think Swiss is a language. <laughs> Pretty sure it's a cheese. <laughs> I'm just Swiss language. I, they just speak. Yeah, they just speak a combination of like French and German. So he could fill up our French need and just get. We could just get rid of. Uh, Actually, oh. does does Gaetan Ha speak French? That that'd be good to know. I doubt it. Wait, oh, you guys gotta get Gaetan on here. Gaetan Haas. <laughs> okay, here's what we gotta do. We gotta figure out where in Switzerland he's from, because there's yeah. there's like a French part and a German he's, part of he's Switzerland. He's from uh, uh, BNA or BL. 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 Jessica Biel. Jessica Biel. He's from Jessica Biel. The birthplace of Gaetan Haas. <laughs> I literally searched Beale, and on the left of Google, it gave me a map of Beale, and on the right, it was the Wikipedia article for Jessica Beale. <laughs> okay, um, yeah, he's from Beale. So I'm zooming out. Is his birthplace according to HockeyDB? So, I don't. Hang on, I'm going to share my screen. You guys, tell me what you think. Um, you can share screen. Yo. Okay, so here's here's where he's from, and kind of this this would be the French part, would it not? Can you oh, see no. it, Brad? See, yeah, it just says eBay has started screen sharing. There it is. There it is. Sorry, my nice. computer is, is kind of being weird. Liechtenstein. Um, Liechtenstein. Okay, so Liechtenstein. It would you guys agree that this is closer to to France than than Germany? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I think it's, that's, hey, that street sign in the Google image is that is there no, French on the no, sign? No, stay on target, Ryan. Well, I so I think it's safe to assume that Gaetan Haas would speak at least a little, at least a passable amount of French. See, most sports shows are focused on like all that dumb stuff. This one, the entire uh, purpose of this segment is to 
discern whether or not Gaetan Haas speaks French. Whether or not he meets our <laughs> top power plays language requirement. Oh, He's right-handed. Don't... He could... <laughs> <laughs> no, he just he just drives me crazy. And hey, talk about stats. I got one for you. Maybe you saw this. I'd like to hit you with a little bit of, of statistics. Oh, boy. From McJesus. No. All right. Get on with it. Yesterday, Connor McDavid hits 350 career assists. All right, now did he? In, didn't he, even notice. He did. He did. Fewest games to three fifty assists NHL history. Number one. I'm honestly, you probably bet all your earthly possessions on who's number one on the list. Uh, Corey Cross, Jayton <laughs> <Gaetan> Haas, <laughs> Wayne Gretzky, and then Lemieux three twenty one, Peter Stastny three fifty seven, and Peter tied Stastny. at four all time in NHL history. For three first fastest to three fifty assists, tied with Bobby Orr is Connor McDavid. Am I the only one? Four. Am I the only time. one surprised that Peter Stastny's up on that list? I everybody forgets about him. He just gets like lost in the like he was. I, he I was, know I know eighties, but I I would have thought like Ron Francis before. Yeah. In in terms of assists, but Francis third off slow because the Whalers had no finishers. So he like was passing to nobody, right? Yeah, it's it, well. The it thing took is, him a little was, while to get to the point where he was racking it up. So the thing, who did they get that he started racking up assists? I don't know, but he also probably got older. Yeah, it gets better because he, he's Stastny, like still coming points still, but he gets so much disrespect because this dude was popping off with like a hundred point seasons when like Gretzky and Lemieux were like, or I guess Gret- Lemieux wasn't in the eighties, but Gretzky was popping off with like well, the Mew was like late eighties, late eighties. Yeah. He drafted, but he, yeah. He's always just going to get overshadowed and he doesn't like, but I'm, no, I'm I mean, for sure underrated player in terms of like all of NHL history, Peter Stastny. Yeah. But like, can we, can we just talk about how we, we literally have a guy that just tied Bobby Orr and is was close to like literally like the goats of hockey in an era where scoring is so much harder. Like this, mm-hmm. listen, listen, stop me if you've heard this before. Connor oh. David's good at hockey, dude. <laughs> stop. He's just good at it. I don't know what to tell you. Like, damn. You got your Vladdy stats there, Ethan? Or I do. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I like I'm, to think I'm looking up. I'm looking up uh, another stat here for <laughs> talking about Connor McDavid. But I'll go back to my Vlad Jr. stat. So uh, his hardest hit ball this year is I think it was like 118 miles an hour. It was stupid. It, I think it's like the second hardest hit ball in baseball so far this year. Um, but the important stat that I want to focus on. So the issue with Vladdy is his first couple of seasons in the big leagues. The reason why he hasn't hit as well, like up to his potential is because he's hitting the crap out of the ball, but he's hitting Mm -hmm. it into the ground, right? Where it's easy to make a play on it. Like he'll, I think he led baseball in a hundred mile an hour balls hit straight into the ground. Okay. Um, last season, okay, all, 2019, 50.4% of all of his batted balls were ground balls. Last season, it went up to 54.6%. This year, it's down to 33.3%. He's hitting more balls in the air. He's hitting more line drives. Fly balls. I love balls in the air. Fly huh. balls and line drives. Where they belong. Mean base hits and home runs and doubles and 
So if if he if he sticks around that thirty three percent of his balls are are on the ground, shut up. <laughs> if, if he thirty three percent. If he keeps that number right there, he is going to have an excellent uh, season this year. And it could be his breakout season. Now, the other stat I'm looking for. Okay, I'm on quanthockey.com. I'm at career points per game. I don't know what the minimum is here in terms of, like, games played. Uh, But if you're going by points per game, Connor McDavid is fifth all time. Yeah, I, I, I saw that the other day. Bracket delivered some food. <laughs> Sorry, I was trying to get my uh, my mom to be quiet. She was bringing me macaroni. And I was trying I, to I want my mom to bring mute. me macaroni. I can't mute it because he yeah, it's fine. threatened me <laughs> so, to do that earlier. Points per game. Number one, Gretz. Number two, Lemieux. Number three, Mike Bossy. Speaking of underrated 80s players. Uh, number four, Bobby Orr. Oh, that's kind of cool. And uh, number five at 1.37 points per game is Connor McDavid. Note that Austin Matthews is nowhere on this list. So shut up, Toronto. Um, the <laughs> I next... want to shout out that McDavid in his postgame interview full on said the top two goal scorers in the league <laughs> are Dreisaitl and Ovechkin. <laughs> and he made no mention of Austin Matthews at all. I mean, honestly, like if I, if I, if I had to pick, like in terms of one-timer, Drysaddle's only rivaled by Ovi. Like, yeah. oh my, yesterday yep. that past the goal line, behind the goal snipe, line, snipe, snipe, unbelievable and angle, not, and not like off Marcus Augberg. No, that was intentional. Like he, it, it was a clean exactly shot, top where corner. He wanted. That was a sniper. And yeah. you know what? Full respect to Hogberg. He made some incredible saves. You're, you're not going to stop that. Like you're done. And I mean, obviously, in terms of goal scoring, Ovi's the the greatest but like i don't know i i matthews does have a pretty great shot like he's definitely up there but i don't know with with dry sidle it's just it, it just seems more precise i, I don't know i think I, I would like you said off the one timer i'd give the edge to dry but i think i think matthews is better at kind of shot creation if yeah. you will yeah yeah i'll give like you that he, Matthew's MO seems to be like those little snapshots, like through the defenseman's the legs. Snapshots that go way faster than they have any business going, right? Yeah. Like he, 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 Matthew's requires no windup to hit like 80 miles. No, no windup at all. It, that's pure wrist bone on that guy. It's even, it's even more impressive with his broken wrist that he's still doing it. Like, oh, yeah. That darn broken <laughs> wrist, I tell you. <laughs> no, it's, it's, yeah. Well, he, he's a good player. Him. He's a good player. You can't deny I, that. I never hated Matthews. Like, I, I don't like Tavares at all. Um, but Matthews, like, listen, I can't stand like Toronto. And a lot of that just has to do with the media. But like the actual team itself, it's not that dislikable. Like, if you're just going on a player I like by Marner player. Marner a lot. Like, I yeah, love Mitch going, Marner. If you're going on a player by player basis, I mean, people just people have a negative reaction to the fans, but that's what happens. Like when you're the biggest franchise, every every fan base has a certain percentage of just idiot fans and the Leafs have the biggest fan base. And also they're just, there's something in the water in Toronto. And so there's just a larger <laughs> percentage of morons. But so like, are, are you saying that per capita, there's the same amount of morons in Edmonton and Toronto? And it's probably, just, it's probably similar. I've, it's closer I've than it seems I would argue, but it's definitely still more Toronto. Yeah, it's just the, okay. Although it is, calling, like, 
the, the whole thing though that's exposing some more here's here's the thing about hockey fans okay in each market i would i would agree there is kind of per on a per capita like a rate basis there's probably the same amount of morons in every market but each market seems to have a defining trait in what type of moron they are and i think some yeah. are, some morons are worse than others for example Toronto fans tend to be liars. They lie about stuff. They say that Matthews is better than McDavid when they know it's not true. I took a screen. I took a screenshot yesterday on the YouTube thing that I was you guys. Oh my goodness! You just reminded me. People, <laughs> people in uh, Vancouver are delusional. delusional? They oh, yeah. actually believe the shit that they spew out, <laughs> right? Edmonton, I'd say, is um, it's, it's trolls. It's a lot of trolls. It's trolls. Yeah, it's, it's sad, honestly, at this point. Like, Ed- Edmonton fans are more, uh, they're more focused on kind of twisting the knife in other fans. Yeah, you know. So, and also civil war. Mm. Oh yeah. But yeah, here's here's one that completely backs up your point. I was watching uh, the hockey guys. One one of the hockey guys videos where he just talked about oh, the North shout Shine. out the hockey guy. I the love best. the hockey guy. Dude the best. is amazing. I, I wonder if I, you can you get on the podcast. I, I would love to have that, would, that would be the best. That like would be that, the best ever. He no is, offense to Low Tide or Nels Nelson, but if we can get the hockey guy on here, I think okay. Low Tide will forever be like number one, but hockey guy hockey would be guy, oh. a very close second. He's yeah, the best. Shannon's. Anyways, he, somebody. Uh, okay, so. This guy comments, uh, the Oilers have a shot at being the only team in the North Division to sweep a series tomorrow. Tomorrow being today now, when they're playing the Senators for the ninth and final time. And this person named Rachel, I see her on all the hockey guys' videos, always talking about the Leafs, goes, no, the Leafs have swept everyone but Ottawa and Montreal. That, that is objectively not true. To literally, it takes three seconds to, not, to, to verify that that is not the case. Like when when you when you t- tweet or YouTube comment this kind of stuff, good idea before Dude, you hit send. Comments as bad as Instagram. Just like just community. double check. Just like do a quick I, fact I check. Head, head over to Hockey Reference. Just you know, quick search. Okay, this is right, and then send. Yeah, and if you're gonna rank the like, if we're gonna rank North Division fans, first of all, I mean, I'll put the Oilers in my favor just because obvious reasons. The Sens, easy six for me. Sens fans are cool. Like I, I've for the, the most Senators. Part, the Senators couldn't even sell out a playoff game, so I'm gonna say no on that one. Well, no, they don't have as many fans, but I just mean the fans they have in and the quality. I've had with them. They're pretty quality. They're few and far between, but they're quality. Um, Honestly, I don't mind the Jets fans that much. Some of them can be a little much, and they have a bit of an inferiority complex. But that's what happens when you don't have an airport. No, (laughs) the one with the worst inferiority complex is Calgary, and they're not coming in at number four. I mean, Habs fans, they're okay sometimes. And Mm then, honestly, I would take Canucks fans over. Like the flames and flames at number two, and then a wide margin, like wide margin between the flames and then Leafs fans because they are aggressive. Like they straight up, because I'm pretty active in like all the Oilers subreddits and all that, and just having a good time. If there's a game 
these guys literally have organized raids on other people's threads and they'll be like messaging people in the Oilers threads telling them to like kill themselves and everything and like Jesus. just spam downvoting everything and like just just the most toxic garbage ever. And it's like honestly all you do is just go like, well, 1967. And like, well, <laughs> 2004. Well, if we didn't, if we didn't blow that lead. It wouldn't be the case. I'm like, well, guess what? You did like, I, but seriously, they are like flames fans. They're, they're assholes. Like I have endless screenshots of like them talking about like, like wishing someone do like an open ice hit and like knock out McDavid and like wishing for injuries on players and cheering like, when your, your, uh, your captain has been trying to do that since 2015. <laughs> like, yeah, he's succeeded a couple times. Yeah. Like it's, but no, like, uh, Oh, there was one where they were, they were, I saw them like applauding when, um, uh, Benny there, uh, he, uh, like high sticked, cuckoo in the face in like the first three seconds and took him out for the season like they were like fans like yeah that'll show him and like bro he just gave him a brain injury what are you talking about yeah i don't cheer for that if i like i don't care what team it's on if a player gets injured i don't want to see that crap like like even if it's like i mean okay you know what if it's Mark Giordano, maybe maybe I'll sleep at night okay but like other than that <laughs> Brad Marchand Hey, hey, I okay. Marshan has cleaned his act up. Okay, there hasn't been a single like cheap hit or it's true licking in like four years. He's underrated. Like this year, he's having an incredible season. Like you yep. watch some like Boston games, Mart. He's their best player this year. Like I don't know what the hell Pasternak's doing. I don't know. He's doing amazing, is what he's doing. Well, but, he's picking it up now, but like, I mean, I know he was injured for a lot of yeah. it, but, but I mean, I would easily say also, I mean, uh, Marshawn's the MVP this year. I, I do agree, though. Uh, Bergeron as well. I was having his best season ever right now. Like, the, and the Bruins are honestly, I, I don't like the Bruins, but I always kind of relate to them because they've always been in a very similar situation to the Oilers. They just have goaltending where it's like they just don't have the depth. Like they're they're also an incredible. Have been trying to add scoring depth every single year. Yeah, yeah, they're they're also incredibly top heavy, and I mean they have an incredible like they don't have a player caliber of Drysaddle and McDavid, but they have enough that are close ish. Yeah, I they, think the, their entire top line is is close. Yeah, it's it's not like I mean they have an like especially with uh, when 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 Rask was at his prime and all that and like. Well, even they, last year, Rask was still in his prime. Yeah, they've been <laughs> yeah. able to get by without it, but I've always kind of related them for that reason. Uh, so, yeah, Marshawn, not as bad this year. I mean, Matthew Kachuk, oh, He's going to be the worst again. You know, what the, you know what the worst thing about Matt Kachuk is? Is his brother is really cool. His younger brother is, like, really cool. Yeah, yeah. I like not Brady. a shithead. He, I like Brady, he, too. He, he's annoying, but, like... He, Test in a way that I could admire, and also like because I've watched a lot of Sens games this year. I've kind of, I've kind of really like liked them this year. Honestly, I I'm love Jimmy Stu. Rooting for the. Oh man, he's Stu's he's one of the players who because like when you tell me, okay, favorite players. Well, it's gonna be Oilers. Favorite non-Oilers. Okay, it's gonna be Everly Kajula, which Kajula will come up later on the on the show. Uh-huh. I was gonna um, ask you about that. Yeah. I, okay. Um. Yeah. And then it's like, okay. Favorite players in the league who have no Oilers association. Stutzla and Barkov for me and oh, Pasternak, mm. right? Those are my top guys as well. I mean, yeah, 
I would include DeBrus, but I think he has he has Oilers association a little bit. Yeah, he plays for the Oilers. So that kind of counts, right? Yeah, yeah. Stu up there for me. I love the kid. Yeah, no, I've I've loved him too. But Brady, that's the thing. Like Brady Kachuk is a pest. Well, the thing is that he's backing it up, and he's not doing it in a dirty way. He's just really right. annoying. Like. Yeah. He's right. He's right. And also, he he's leads in hits and shots too. He he's, leads the league in good. shots. He's has more than McDavid, who's number two. How like, how old is he? Brady. I mean, he's he's got to be like what twenty? Like 22, 21. 20, 22, 21. Wait, let me see. Brady. Twenty one, and he's leading the league in shots and hits. Yeah. No. He's 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 fantasy right. owners pick him up, right? Like, <laughs> no. Brady is Brady is great. Uh. Tom Wilson is another player that once again, if something bad happened to him, I might be okay. But other than that, like you don't want to see injuries. I know this is kind of losing the thread point is the senators are pretty cool this year. They've got a lot of likable players. There's so many threads right now, man. We've gone so <laughs> deep into like different levels of discussion. This is Yeg sports inception. Like we're in the, yeah. this we're all in the started. third layer. of. <laughs> well, it started because it was wise chase on the power play. Does Gaetan Haas speak French? Yeah, um, we're getting deep here now. I think I think that clip right there should be the trailer for our, for our show. <laughs> All right, guys, Taylor Hall. No, boo. Oh, sorry, listen. Sorry. Okay, no. go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead, Ryan Hackney. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna start us off by saying I do not want to trade for Taylor Hall. He is not the answer. He will not be helpful. It'll be an overpayment. Well, said. what else is there to say? You just nailed it. Okay. Yeah. Like, I mean, there is a tiny little part of me that thinks it would be interesting, but that part of me is not the Oilers fan part of me. That part of me is the everyone else fan part of me that just thinks that'd be really funny to watch. For the narrative, it would be humorous. Mm-hmm. I want to pull up a, um, I forget what video this was on. I might take a second to find this. I'll let you guys talk first here. But there was a, again, hockey guy reply to a comment where he shared his reaction to, if Taylor Holland went back to Edmonton and I'm going to look for it here. So I'll oh, I, saw you guys. That. I saw where he was talking about how he would yeah. die laughing. Yeah. I'm like, going to pull up the exact quote from the hockey guy. Yeah, here. I literally saw that comment the other day. Oh yeah. I'll pull it up. No, he, I honestly like, listen at the start of the year, I thought because when Buffalo think when things started going really bad, I was on the camp of like, you know what, if it's for the right price, sure. But the farther the season's gone on and after having watched like more Sabres games, I don't want that guy anywhere near the team. And I agree as a sports fan, I would love it. It's hilarious. It'd be funny. Having, like, Oh, especially if they traded like Larson for him, that would be yeah. so funny. And to me, it could go either way. He could be, he could be good. He could be awful. And I think either way is fine because Fine for different reasons. If he's good, he's good. We have a legit top six contributor. If he's bad, then the fans can move on from their messy breakup. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, I feel like all the Oilers it's, it's fans healthy. clamoring it's, this. It's healthy either way. If are, we get Hall, it is healthy. They're just bitter exes. The worst. <laughs> like, you guys got to get over it. It's over. Yeah. Like, they can't They can't quite get over it. I want to sign, like, a 12-year deal somewhere not here so we can all shut up. <laughs> yeah well, exactly like it that's the thing like i think it would be an interesting experiment i agree with you but at the same time like listen we've moved on we're in a much better relationship now you we know yesy we uh, bro yesy are you kidding me we already got back one of the guys who we had a breakup with we took back our ex in pooley rv we don't i don't, I don't need hall yeah. 
I do want Kajula. We'll get to that later. But <laughs> even though Kajula fucking injured Ennis, I still will, I'll I'll take Kajula back off waivers from the Arizona Coyotes. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, ahead, Ethan. I'm I'm trying to find a new way to say what I'm about to say because I feel like the Taylor Hall drum has just been beaten to death. I know you can't beat a drum to death because it's not a living thing. It's a drum. It's, it's an supposed object. to be beat. Um, but I'm I'm essentially mixing my metaphors here. So, okay, Taylor Hall has been uh, bad this year, relatively speaking, to his to to the rest of his career, which the rest of his career, he is not a, in my opinion, a superstar. He is not a like first line winger on a Stanley cup team. You know, he mm-hmm. is a middle six, like second, like on a bad team, he's a first liner for sure. But he's a, on, on a Stanley cup team, he's probably a second line winger, second unit power player. 2018 was a huge stand down. People have to stop paying for the past. Well, that's how you lose all your cap space. That's the thing. He's hit 90 points exactly once in his career. And he yeah. won the hard trophy. And um, that was with a 20 game point streak as well. Like that was a, that was an insane year. He was good. He had, he should send him up, but like, still it was a good year. I'll, I'll admit that he's hit 80 points only twice. Yeah. He's only hit 70 points twice. Like, this is not... People seem to think that he's, like, Jonathan A first Huberto. overall pick. People think he's a first yeah. overall pick. That's Because what, he was, but he's not. Because he was. Well, that's exactly... The, it's the same thing. Look, listen, I love Nuge. I'll always love Nuge. That was a terrible pick. Like, that... I You're wrong, but okay. Nuge... There- Nuge first can, overall is not well, you could have you could have had uh what uh, uh Kucherov you're telling me you would rather no have one's Nuge. taking a Kucherov, Kucherov first overall what Ryan you probably know this what round did Kucherov go in no uh, listen, I, three. I, I'm, I'm looking yeah. back at it in the past obviously not at the time nobody's looking at Kucherov also like I want to blame I mean, Tampa's development system for Kucherov not good drafting it's both it's both but in still, retrospect like, is Nuge the best Nuge, player from that draft class and Nuge developed properly in Tampa Bay, absolutely. That being said, I think him and Shifley and Landeskog are all really close, and there's arguments for all of them, but looking at full 200-foot game, PK, power play, wrist shot, accuracy, commitment, Nuge, loyalty, Nuge, leadership. Nuge, Nuge, Nuge is my all-around favorite. Nuge, Shifley is, is great, though. I do I love Mark Shifley. Nuge isn't the best player in that draft, but he was the correct pick at number one. At the time, there's, yeah, there's a difference. I'm, I'm just saying, yeah, correct. Taylor picking best Hall, player is different. That that's a good point. I'm just saying that people, if people view Nuge and Hall differently because of where they were picked, and Nuge is an amazing player. Like I said, he's yeah, yeah. He's, I, I, it's he's true. Draft position, draft position does matter to evaluation of yeah. a player forever. The the example that I always use whenever I talk about this with people, this is a football thing, but the Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, a couple years ago, in like the fifth round, I want to say, they drafted Gardner Minshew, right? And, I mean, he's one of my favorite players of all time. He's just goofy Florida man with the long locks and the mustache and, and the beard or whatever. And he plays pretty good, 
But the thing is, is that they're, they don't, they're not really locked in on him because he was picked in the fifth round. Like he's all right. And if that was a first round pick and he was playing all right, they definitely would have been starting him again this past year because mm-hmm. he's a fifth and they have other stuff yeah. they want to try. They're not doing it. Draft like, position oh, does matter. Draft it position does. does matter. And once again, Nuge will go down as one of the greatest Oilers of all time. One of the most iconic Oilers of all time. He's definitely in the games played chart. He's going to be up Extend there. Extend the his ass right he's, now. He's okay. He, but, but, I, I hear what we're all saying. We all love Ryan Nugent Hopkins is what I'm hearing, but we're talking about Taylor Hall, right? Yeah, so, well, I, I was I was comparing it because Nuge would have the same treatment if he was scoring two goals a season. Like, uh, Taylor Hall, we're looking at, like, if, if, if it is Hopkins that we had traded for Larson and now he was having a bet, it would be the exact same thing because of the, the place that we drafted him. If it was like a player that we had drafted in like the third round, I don't know who we drafted in the third round in 2011, but um, probably some bum. We didn't draft anybody good back then. And if we did, we <laughs> traded him away for beans. Um, but like, no, uh, if it was that player and he was available now, there wouldn't be all this media talk. It's the draft position. It's because Taylor Hall was supposed to be the savior it's of the that franchise. Plus the heart trophy. Because not many guys have heart trophies. That's and true. That's not sustainable or consistent. I think looking at acquiring Taylor Hall, I'm going to for a moment look away from cap hit, look away from the past, look away from the fact that he's been here before. Is he an upgrade on Cahoon or Ennis in our top six? I'd say I think yes. 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 I'd say yes. I'd say it's not. It's not. It's not close. I. I can be. I love Ennis. I. I like Cahoon. I cannot. I, I don't put Ethan Hoss on the wing. Problem solved. But <laughs> I. I cannot be so delusional that I think that Taylor Hall is not an upgrade to our top six. Okay, but how much what, does Ennis the, cost? What I'm saying is, there's someone else. Yeah. What I'm saying is, when you consider yeah. cost, relationship, alternative options, and on the trade market. I think that it's an absolute no-go for me. I'm I'm not calling Buffalo, and if Buffalo calls me, I will pick up. I'll say, Rodley Sheehan, Toby Reed, or Brown Davison, please. And if he says no, I'm hanging up. Oh. So, That's a joke. I'll, uh, I'll, take, I'll take middle stat from him any day of the week. I, I just oh, want to I, I cut in here because I – um, the thing with like, yes, Taylor Hall is having his worst season of his professional career. Um, he is currently sitting at 19 points in 37 games, which is the worst rate he's ever had Two gold. He's shooting 2.3% on this season. Yeah. It's compared to his career mark of 10%. So he has been PDO'd hard this year. Yeah, this season is not reflective of what he can do as a hockey player, and now, neither is 2018. And neither is 2018. Exactly, he's somewhere yeah. in the middle. Now, yeah. my my Agreed. thing with Taylor Hall has always been good player. I don't think he can handle it in the big market, right? The big your your Edmontons, your Buffaloes, your Toronto, your, your places so where funny. you're you're passionate about hockey, right? We didn't last in Arizona very long, so. His top he didn't want to stay there, three, I guess. But. Like, I, I don't know if this supports that argument or if it disproves it. So his two best seasons in terms of points per game were both in New Jersey. His one of them was the injury season, I believe. Uh, yeah, where he played like seventeen uh, games. 
Yeah, there's 33 games in here. Is that's, yeah, that, yeah, that sounds okay. better. Yeah. His worst three seasons in terms of points per game were so worst one was uh this season, obviously 0.51. His second worst was his rookie season, 2010, 2011. Yeah. And then his third worst was his last no, sorry, second to last season in Edmonton, uh, where he was 0. 0.72 points per game. So his best seasons are happening in in not here smaller <laughs> markets, and his worst seasons are happening in what you would because you would both agree that Buffalo is a better hockey market than New Jersey, right? Yeah, yeah, uh, absolutely. So I I just think the kind of person he is, um, the kind of like I, I'm not trying to. This is not me bashing on Taylor Hall. This is not me saying he's a shitty not, person. Not or, Andrew Ferentz up in here. Yeah, <laughs> that's a whole nother thing. But I just think some guys just can handle the big market, right? It's a lot but of. What pressure. do you mean? You hope Taylor Hall loses both his legs in a car accident, <laughs> Ethan? <laughs> so like, I saw a graphic that broke to me on Instagram, and it was um, it was it showed. A graphic of it's like which is scarier, and it showed Matthews, Marner, Hall, McDavid, Drysaddle, Hall, and this graphic is misleading for one reason: it depicts Taylor Hall as being the third best forward on either team. Yeah. He is the sixth best forward on either team. Yeah. There is McDavid, Drysaddle, Nuge, Yessi, Yamo, Matthews, Marner, Nylander, Tavares, Hyman. He's Hyman, yeah. six on okay, either team. You did say so, Zach Hyman. I would just. Make sure yeah. you didn't miss the captain of the 2022 Canadian national team, Zach Hyman. <laughs> That's a whole nother thing we don't oh, have time for. We don't even have time for that one today, but holy crap. So, like, <laughs> I, I, I want to say I hope Taylor Hall does well, but not here. But the thing is, when he plays well, Oilers fans just want him more. So yeah. I, I we don't can't hope win. that he plays well. But there's there's literally... no way we can't win. There's no way we can win this. The I... only way we win is if we trade for him for free, go over, oh, trade for him in exchange for like Neil and Neil and Turris. <laughs> and, and like fucking who's our seventh round pick last year? Philip Engaros? Sure. Sauce him in there. And then watch him break out into a star. Whatever. But like, yeah, the only way we can win is if we acquire him, win the cup. And then sign him forever at a hometown Are you cheap about discount. Twenty twenty four heart winner, heart winner Philip Ingras. Yeah, twenty twenty four heart winner Philip Ingras, <laughs> playing for your Philadelphia Flyers. We, oh, we haven't even mentioned what the Sabers are asking for Taylor Hall yet, and the rumor is it's a first round pick and a prospect. Is You're not the getting minimum. that. You're not getting that. You're not getting that for Taylor what Hall. So. Gonna, maybe there's something because the sucker that would have paid that is Buffalo, and they can't pay that because they already have them. So, <laughs> <laughs> who are they? Who's Curtis gonna, was a third round, a third overall pick. Is he still worth a third overall pick? Can we trade Turris? <laughs> yeah, give him Turris. Okay, will, will they take former first rounders? Is the real question. Here, okay, because I I will offer you a fresh hot Kyle Turris off the taxi squad. Uh, we'll I just will, pick up uh, Nail Yakupov from from, hey, what, from what, whatever what? KHL team he's on now. What's Griffin Reinhardt up to? Maybe we can flip him. <laughs> I don't have a damn clue. Last <laughs> I checked, he was rotting somewhere in the desert. <laughs> <laughs> there, there is one GM who would probably take this deal, 
It's a good thing he's not working for any teams right now. <laughs> if if Peter Shirelli's the GM of the Oilers, <laughs> still, does he take one day? He Hall takes this deal. Get traded, right? Wait, Hall who's laughing now? Larson for Hall. Who's laughing now? Yeah, Larson ah. has three goals. Excuse me. I... <laughs> and Ward his own net. Wink, wink. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my. Which goodness. was an absolute snipe, by the way. It was. Oh, yeah. It was beautiful. Nothing Top beats cheese. my favorite own goal from this year. It was from Austin Matthews. It was this ridiculous one where uh, I can't remember who they're playing, but somebody shoots at him and he sticks out his leg in like this acrobatic figure skater and the puck bounces off his toe and goes above Hutchinson or I think it might have been Anderson in the net. It was the weirdest old because he didn't have to do that. He just reached out to kick it and it bounced off his foot and beat Anderson. Okay, but the best old goal in history is Patrick Line sniping it. That's a classic. I mean, the Steve Smith is a pretty iconic one too. Oh yeah, that's true. Dude, why? Get Line out of Columbus. Get him out of Columbus. He's gone. He's gone this Please. year. I'm telling you. Him or Hughes is gone. Long. Also, David Savard, breaking news, being held out of tonight's Columbus-Tampa game for trade reasons. That's funny because on my list from The Athletic of uh, trade bait, David Savard is number two. So what, what do you guys think of David Savard? If he was left-handed, I would be all over it, but he's right-handed. And yes, I would love to be playing five right-handed guys right now, but if we acquire him, it means that we'll like never see Ethan Bear play again. That's my fear. So I don't want to get him because of, because of how Tippett will use him, but he is a good player. He's upright on Russell or Lodgeson, but he's right-handed. So I'd rather get Ekholm. I mean, my number one on, on trade bait that I have is uh... – uh, Merz Leakins from the Blue Jackets. Like, yeah. that's I've been all in on him this whole time. Me too. And, and watching him this year, the paddle oh, saves. Love. The paddle saves. Oh, my. Mm, it's I too Merz good. Likens. I I know. And his name is Elvis. Can you imagine yeah. having a goalie named Elvis, dude? That'd be, that, that'd be, that'll be an offseason thing, though. We're not we're not getting a goalie, though. I just, and we don't I, have to because they've been, both our boys have been playing really well. Yeah, we've like, been getting this offseason. This offseason. Yeah, I'm all over Merz Leakins this offseason. Or Chris Drieger. Ranta, too. I'm, I'm in on Ranta. Ranta's I, UFA? That'd be a great signing. Or uh, Kemper. Honestly, either the Arizona ones. Yeah. I'm I'm in on them. Uh, Linus Allmark. I'd be okay riding him for a year. He's literally... Until Konovalov's ready to be uh, an absolute... I, I think stud. If, you're, if you're going out and get a goal, getting a goalie, you got to go out and get a stud. You can't... Yeah. We we're we're gonna gonna six by line. six for Jacob Markstrom. <laughs> <laughs> we we've been duct taping this problem for too long in Edmonton. Like you gotta you gotta get your well, guy. Calgary's been duct taping forever since since Kiprasov left. Calgary's been duct taping. They had Lack, Smith, Reimer, <laughs> Ramo, Riddick, Gillies. They Brian Elliott. They had so Nicholas Backstrom played a game there. Holy wild, shit! Cal- yeah. Cal- listen up, Calgary. Okay, I'm I'm gonna look right into my camera here, and I'm gonna look real close. Okay, oh. Calgary, figure your fucking shit out. Calgary's your franchise is forever. a joke. Your management is broken. Okay. How long till Chauvin's gone? Fucking Seriously. kidding me? How long? Seriously, what's your what's your over under? How long until Brad Trelving is just gone? Before I, I answer think, that, I, I want think, to say that Calgary. I, go ahead, Ethan. Go ahead. I think he's their guy. Like ownership sees all that, and they're like, mm, "Yep, we like. <laughs> we got our guy. Yeah, you know what? guy because they they're probably big fans of Daryl Sutter and like playing <laughs> hockey like the fucking mid two thousands again, right? <laughs> yeah, for me, 
um, with, yeah, I mentioned Calgary's been duct taping for since Kiprasov retired. They had to sign Markstrom. That was their I'm done duct taping, right? Whoops. It might be they they had to do that. They had to. I don't want the Oilers to make a similar mistake with Anderson or Ronta and have them. Oh, please no Anderson. Oh god. Bennington got extended. Not not Bennington, but yeah. So what do you think of the Bennington contract? That one's crazy to me. Like that is such a gamble. I like the Demko one better. Oh, Demko. The Demko one absolutely, but the Bennington one caught me off guard because this dude has had one good year. Like. I mean, he uh, he has some moments, but that I'm also scared of the others doing something like that. And I'll tell you right now, Tippett got lucky that Mike Smith randomly woke up and decided to play a Vesna caliber this year. This entire gosh darn tootin' frickin' chicken fried oven mitt organization <laughs> is lucky that Mike Smith is good now. Absolutely. That was a gamble. If Mike Smith sucked and Koskinen sucked, we'd be hooped. But luckily, they're both really good lately. So Mike, Mike Smith especially. It blows my... Jordan Biddington yeah, for me falls into the same category as Miko Koskinen. And that is if you don't have a good backup, don't expect anything from them because the blues got rid of Jake. Like who's St. Louis's backup this year. Yeah. Billy Huso. Billy Huso. Who the fuck is Billy Huso? And now <laughs> Biddington sucks because he doesn't have anyone pushing Huso? him. Right. The, what's what's Koskinen? What's Koskinen save percentage since Smith came back? It's like really good. It's like yeah. nine seventeen. If you, if you take away a couple of those starts, it's like nine thirty five. Yeah, minus a couple games, it's like really good. Like Koskinen has quietly okay. had a nice little stretch here ever since Mike Smith got healthy. So, yeah, people just forget about it because sometimes he'll have bad games, which Smith doesn't. So everybody just piles on Koskinen. And I'll be honest, Koskinen letting in the first shot every time drives me up the wall. But. No, for me, the most tragic situation to be in that would drive me crazy is what Colorado's got going on, where you have like a certified top three goalie and no backup. With, Dude, with- Grubauer was so bad last game that in fantasy, Tyler Broke versus Ethan Bedouza, Jack Hammers versus Riggers, Grubauer lost the Jack Hammers more points last <laughs> night than the entire Riggers team gained. <laughs> well, yeah, he did have a what, bad but, game. Yeah, wow, one Sheldon, bad game, but it's still funny timing. But yeah, Grubauer is great. Grubauer. Washington, Washington kept the wrong guy. Hold up. Washington got rid of Grubauer to keep Holpe. Got rid of Holpe to keep Samsonov. Yeah. And now Vanacek's their starter. And they're trying to yeah. trade for another one. And yeah, then absolutely. I, I hope that Lungfist comes back and is Vesna caliber for them. Although He's hilarious. not coming back, that's, guys. That's the... Just... I would be People okay need to stop with talking about Lundqvist. He's, he's not coming back this year. It's not happening. He's Never got, in a million Lundqvist, fucking years. He's will return for one he's more. Skating. He he's skating. He just back had on the ice. heart surgery. Okay? Lundqvist he is just had heart surgery. The, the Capitals still are going to win the cup. With COVID-19. And Lundqvist like, is going to rape that shit all over the ice. <laughs> he's going to rape that shit. Yes, he is. No doctor in their right mind would let Lundqvist play this year. It's just it's king, not happening. The king will be back. He has always been one of my favorite players. And I, I'm again. I'm not trying to be the you know shit on Henrik Lundqvist. Guy. Wait, I so you're telling Lundqvist. me you wait? So wait, you're telling me like, you wish I, that he died of his heart condition? What if he listen. came back? It would be the greatest thing ever. But he's not. It's not happening. You know what? Guys. They said the same thing about Alex Smith. In the NFL. And guess what? Dude won comeback player of the year and dragged his team to the playoffs. Like, 
He dragged a, te- a football team called football team to the playoffs. Are you kidding me? Also, also the Capitals are making it out of the first round. So, and, hey, guess what? Ooh. Where are the Capitals situated? Washington? What team did Alex <laughs> Smith play on? Wait, Washington? Are you kidding me? <laughs> I'm telling you, Henrik Lundqvist is the Alex Smith of goalies, and he will ride into I don't even know if the- that's a compliment. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's not really cool. I mean, Alex Smith, he's kind of one of those guys where Alex Smith is the Ryan. That's perfect. Alex Smith is the Ryan Nugent Hopkins of football where he was drafted number one overall. I will um, not have Nugent's name taken in vain on this podcast. No, no, You better back it up. I love Alex Smith. He played for Kansas City for like, but the thing, the thing with Alex Smith is that he has always been good but he was never a top, like a first overall pick, but he's always been really consistent. He's reliable. He's a game manager. He always gets it done. Um, I mean, the few years that he was in Kansas city, dude had pretty great years and he took them to the playoffs every single year. I mean, he's no Mahomes where it's the same thing as Nugent Hopkins is not Connor McDavid. It's the exact same comparison, but Alex Smith, I mean, he took a team to the super bowl. Like he's consistent. And I mean, that was mostly on Kaepernick, but like he's consistent and he's solid and reliable, but he's not the first overall pick, especially when at the time they could have picked Aaron Rodgers, like, and Aaron Rodgers like was picked way late into the first round because he, he slid. Well, like I honestly, I view it as the same thing. Um, So anyways, that point being uh, Henrik Lundqvist, uh, I want to see him return for like a game, just one. Like, I think it could easily happen. I, I'd love to see it too. It's just, it's not, it's not going to happen. I don't want you guys to get your hopes up. Is My hopes exactly. are way up. I think it will. You want to make it's a just, bet right now? Yeah. I just, I'm, I'm reading your guys' Zoom names right now. <laughs> <laughs> Brad Stronenbergstein. Hey, Ryan's is Ryan Bad Son. Bad day. That's very, very, very hurtful. Hey, hey, be a good host, Ryan. I just Jeez. moved the R to the last name. <laughs> <laughs> I'll uh, fix <laughs> Okay. Trivia, trivia, trivia. Let's do trivia. Uh, but first, Ryan, do you have a shout out this week? I have a couple. I want to shout out Daryl Sutter. Um, because <laughs> funny guy. Um, he not only is making the flames worse than they used to be, but here's a quote about the fact that the line combinations now have cut Chuck and Goudreau together. So he said they've played together on the power play since Christ was a child. So they should be able to do it five on five. And so, yeah, here comes the, here comes the line blender for the flames before next game we play against them. But um, yeah, so that's one of my shout outs because Sutter is a legend and I like what he's doing in Calgary. My other shout-out is obviously Drake Kajula on waivers today from the Arizona Coyotes. I Blame want to take him. him home. Blame Kajula. I don't Bring care if Jules he's bad home. defensively and injured Tyler Ennis. Bring home Jules. If we don't bring home Hall and, and we bring home Jules, poetry snaps, boys. See, you're all happy now about the management, but we'll see who's laughing when Tyson Berry gets signed to a 10 by 10 next year. Just, that, just hang on. If that happens, I'm becoming a Jets fan. <laughs> I'll join you, honestly. Like, screw honestly, this. I'll become a Sens fan probably before a Jets fan, but I like the Jets. <laughs> Jets are cool, man. You got Blake Wheeler. How can yeah, you not like Blake Wheeler? Uh, okay. You're cutting out on me. My shout out Ethan this week. Is now a robot. Oh no. 
Can can you hear me now? It's working. Okay. Yeah, it's working again, I think. Good, good. Uh, my shout-out this week is to Big Nate Pearson of the <laughs> Toronto Blue Jays. Working his way back from a groin injury. Uh, he threw his first bullpen today. Uh, so he could be back soon, which would be good because the Blue Jays desperately need another starter. Uh, so, yeah, that's that's my shout-out. Brad, you have anything you want to shout-out? Maybe plug your stuff on here? Yeah, well, first of all, I want to shout-out uh, Ethan Beduza's bandwidth. Holy crap. What I don't know what's going on. Your video is it's like you're <laughs> underwater. Um, <laughs> second of yeah, all... Yeah. <laughs> Shout out like, ExploreNet for the quality <laughs> internet service. I would like okay, if I if I was gonna shout something out sports related, shout out to Pizza Boy Pool Party uh ah. for being a beautiful, beautiful man. Second of all, my uh my shout out Kyler Yamamoto, that hit, dude. Oh my. <laughs> did you he, guys did you guys see the video on Twitter where uh they made that hit to shooting stars. Yeah. I saw <laughs> so that. It's like, it makes me think of in football. I don't know if you've ever seen like a Derrick Henry stiff arm where he'll like stiff arm some dude into the dirt and they will make it a shooting star thing. That's that. I mean, that's exactly what I thought of. Um, another shout out. I would like to give, I would like to, I would like to give a shout out to uh, my KFC Patrick Mahomes painting that I have now. <laughs> Um, makes me very happy, and I don't know how many shout outs you get, so I'm gonna give a shout out. A shout out, I guess. So I'm gonna want. give another shout out to uh, 2024 heart winger, uh, heart winner, uh, Philip uh, Ingross. <laughs> um, I want to give one more to Adam Larson for winning a face off yesterday. Oh my yeah. god, that was amazing. Adam Larson, the best face off percentage in the NHL. <laughs> he, he's your new 3C. We did it, yeah, we, we found our it. third line center, guys. And I think I think uh, the final shout out um, that I would like to give is uh, I mean this is this is pretty late so I don't know if you guys talked about this before so maybe this is a late shout out but I would like to give a huge shout out and round of applause to Rasmus Anderson of the Calgary Flames for stealing that game puck uh, like two weeks ago I don't know if you saw that but it is possibly yeah. the funniest thing I've ever seen um, it has brought me great amount of joy throughout my life. I also like to shout out this uh, creamy chocolate chill. It's been carrying me through the day. So you're almost late. Is that what you're almost late? No, no, I, I got no, that. He, he, he was late because he was at the banana store. He was talking to some old lady at the banana store. Okay, there's another shout. I would like to shout out the old lady <laughs> from No Frills that I. She got has a to. name, Brad. Banana store. I, I don't know what her name is because you never is. told me her name. I don't but know. She what her has name is. a I name. Didn't get that deep in conversation. No, I I was just I was just visiting with her. And I wasn't gonna say like, hey, I have. Uh, uh, the number one regional uh, local sports <laughs> show revolving around <laughs> the Oilers um, with at least three mentions of Gaetan Haas per episode, I think are the parameters. That's um, conservative. Show to, <laughs> I, I mean, I, I didn't want, I didn't want to flex sort of my big time celebrity status on her. <laughs> so what was I supposed to do? Just run out of the store. And I made it back at three Oh one. I ran. You beat like, Ethan I, home. <laughs> Yeah, Ethan, I was. Well, I was, too I, I was at home the whole time, but yeah, but, but the the Zoom room didn't open up yet. Sorry, jeez. Okay, <laughs> Brad, do, do you have anything to add to your seventeen different shout outs? Uh, yes. 
Never give him an offer, he will accept. I would like to I would like to shout out um Groundhog Month, which is a good show. You should listen to that one. Actually, don't listen to it, it's not good. What's it on? I can't find it. It's on Spotify and everything else. Just Groundhog Month, but we put up another episode that was like a one-month retrospective on our experiences. Um I'm trying to think. I gotta have another one in there somewhere. Uh, I would, oh, yo, I know who I'm shouting out. I am shouting out uh, this picture of Patrick Mahomes. You already <laughs> shouted it out. Did I? Oh, yes. Yeah, you already got and that Stop one. holding it up. No one can see it. It's a podcast, <laughs> not a video. I don't know if you guys can. I don't know if. <laughs> okay, well, I was. Hmm. Also, I'll shout out my mom for bringing me that macaroni earlier. Okay, <laughs> time for Yeg Sports Trivia, brought to you by, uh, oh no, what was I going to say? Brought to you by the uh, person who drew the Patrick Mahomes KFC Oh, thing. she, wait, my girlfriend's the sponsor of the podcast Yes. Now? <laughs> <laughs> you got, finally got your big time sponsor. Okay, let's do Yeg Sports Trivia. Today's edition of Yeg Sports Trivia is about... The 2021 Edmonton Oil Kings, because if you haven't noticed, they roll in. They are they just be rolling, though. beating up on the Central Division in the Western Hockey League. Uh, so we're we're gonna talk about that. It's gonna be Ryan versus Brad. Um, oh it's first one to guess it gets it right, unless it's a numerical question. Then it's whoever's closer. So how you guys feeling? You guys feeling? I, I, I feeling don't know good? anything about the Oil King, so I'm feeling good. <laughs> Ryan, you feeling good? You feeling confident? I'm all right. I I looked I looked up some numbers, but we'll see what your question. I didn't are. look up any numbers. I don't cheat. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna be I'm gonna I'm gonna sweep called, this thing. It's called studying, <laughs> not cheating. It's studying. Nah, I was not studying. That defeats the purpose of it. Isn't it a whole lot more impressive if you pass without? Without I mean, studying? really, it if you think about more, it, really. if you if you think about I mean, it, but passing is passing. Let's be real. If if you really think hard about it, studying is a form of cheating, because like you're writing the answers in your no, brain, I agree. just Ooh. instead of on your hand. So <laughs> yeah, are you telling me that teaching kids the subject is teach is cheating? No, not not <laughs> yeah, teaching. Studying. <laughs> teachers like, like at home reading books, studying. It's not fair. Anyways. Shout out to The Bloody Chamber Question by Angela Carter. Was oh, that your shout out is the book? Question Are we shouting out books? Because I have quite a few books I could shout question out. Question number question one. <laughs> the first question. Number one. You've the, said that a few times now. Brad, shut up or I'll disqualify you. Question one is in the one that precedes question two. The no, first after question. Zero. All right, mm. the oil kings. First one. Yep. Oh my god! Yeah. You got Lower case numbers. Okay, the oil kings. You get him. You get him, Ethan. <laughs> question. <laughs> Just let me read the question, please. Sorry, what, what? What question are we on? <laughs> what? Nope. Did is out? <laughs> Guys, Nugent's isn't playing tonight. What? What? Nugent Hopkins isn't playing tonight. Wait, he's scratching. Yahoo Fantasy just said, God, Nugent please Hopkins tell me he's injured. Out. Please tell me he's injured. Is he injured or is he scratched? Because if he's scratched, maybe my trade. Oh, my God. I just got notified. Yeah, Yahoo says he's not playing. 
It just undisclosed oh no, oh no, out. Oh no. What does David what? Savard say? D- Darren Darren Drager Savard says he's hurt. Savard says not injury related. D- Darren Drager says oh, he's hurt. God. Oh, thank God. Just like because rapidly... David Savard says not injury related. News says undisclosed. I'm just like frantically scrolling through Twitter here. Okay. Yo, we'll, we'll, expiring we'll, UFAs. We'll, we'll, we'll get back to that in a minute. Question one of Yank Sports Trivia. The Oil Kings opened up their season on February 26th against the Lethbridge Hurricanes, winning seven to one. Is this a is this a true or false? No. Which <laughs> Oil Kings player opened up the scoring for them? So which who scored the first goal of the season? I'm gonna say Gunther. See Dylan Gunther is correct. Players. It was Dylan Gunther from Kate Oliver and Jake <laughs> Neighbors exactly one minute and 47 seconds into the new season. They scored. So That's it, eh? Ryan's up one nothing. Question number two. The Oil Kings have won 12 games this season and only dropped one, which, by the way, points percentage of 923, which is the best in all of the CHL. So that one loss, which team did they lose to, and who scored the game-winning goal? Uh, uh, but, uh, didn't they lose to uh, the uh, – I want to say uh, – I remember seeing an article that's in the paper. I want to say it was like uh, – I'm trying to remember the name of the team. I think it was a team name. Yeah, I was one of them. I'm gonna say Calgary Hitman. <laughs> I was gonna say Calgary Hitman. That was the one I was thinking. Well, Ryan said Calgary Hitman first, so he gets half the point. Who scored the winning goal? In I that was game? gonna say that one. Well, then why didn't you say it? I don't know any oh. Hitman players. One of the Calgary did. For <laughs> the game-winning goal, Calgary did. <laughs> Which that's player? worth at least 0.25. It's worth. I'm gonna give him mm. negative points for know. that smart ass answer. I can't. I don't know any Calgary Hitman. Yeah, players. I, don't, I don't. I don't know who is still pushing the Hitman either. To be honest. Okay. To be fair, I, I don't didn't even know an Edmonton Oil Kings player. I, I didn't know this player either. I'm but, gonna say I mean, Taylor Hall. No. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna guess Henrik Lundqvist. Okay. Who's no. closer? <laughs> no one's close. Wait, wait, let me guess. Let me guess. Let me guess. I have another. No, I have another one. I have another you don't one. get multiple um, guesses. No, I have another one. Uh, no. Tim Horton. I just said mm, no. That's a good one. Tim okay. Horton. Guy, Laf- Guy Lafleur. Guy Lafleur. Guy Fieri. <laughs> oh, oh, Adam Sandler from that golf movie. <laughs> <laughs> Topical reference. It is Masters weekend. Yeah. Uh, okay, no. <laughs> All three Hanson brothers at once. <laughs> the answer. Emilio <laughs> Estevez. Every time I open my mouth, Brad just. Oh, nothing? You're out? Okay. Thank God. <laughs> the answer was Riley Stotts, who was the 83rd overall selection in the 2018 NHL draft. Uh, by the Maple Leafs, boo, and he scored for the Hitmen, boo. Uh, well, I guess Tim Horton, who played for the Maple Leafs, so that's got to get me somewhere in 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 being closer because I did guess a Maple okay. Leafs player. All right, I will give you 
a decimal mark. So Ryan is up 1.5 to 0.001. Hey, I'm on the board. Take them how you get. They don't ask you how. They ask you how many. Hey, question three. Adam Sandler <laughs> This is a uh, whoever's closer question. On a per game basis, what is Edmonton's average goal differential per game? Three plus five. Brad's closer. It's mm. 3.38 per game. Nice. I just went for the most average number I could think of. That's what happens so, when you go up against the goat, Ryan. That's I, what happens. I just want to emphasize this. That's not they're scoring 3.38 goals a game. They're winning by 3.38 goals per game. That's ridiculous. Oh, they're, okay. They're scoring 4.92 per game, and they're allowing 1.54 per game. So, again, Who they're do they rolling. have a net that's putting up those numbers? I'm glad you asked that because that's a nice segue into question number four. Sebastian Casa and Colby Knight are the go- Oil Kings goalie tandem this year. They've sure both are. been they've both been solid. I want to know what's their combined save percentage. Nine forty six. Ryan? Nine forty five, because I know it's not that high. Because Koss on his own is only nine forty two. So I'm gonna say I'm gonna just price his right Brad one lower. It's nine thirty seven. So Ryan gets it. So Ryan, if I was guessing accurately, I would have, but I just want to price right now, just in case. <laughs> so that's so good, my God! You know what? We're we're gonna play uh, standard game show rules and just say whoever gets more points, this question wins. Because oh, yes. fuck you, it's my trivia. So, <laughs> um, question number five: I want you to name every Oil Kings player that is currently sitting at or above a point per game. Dylan Gunther. Yep. Jake Neighbors. Yep. Is that, and that's more than Brad's going to get. So No, I'm going to get some. Uh, Probably not. Uh, if I say anything that who, if I say someone who is below, do I lose? No. Do I have to stop guessing? You get, you get three strikes. Okay, so I'll try, I'm trying to think then. of Oil Kings players, and I'll throw in a bonus point if you can tell me how many players there are. There's I five, mean, isn't there? There's only four. August five. Brad, do you have a guess for how many there are? Uh, four. There's <laughs> eight. Oh, shit. <laughs> There's eight players over a point per game. Eight Oil Kings are at a point okay, per game I, this I'm year. Gonna guess, okay, Matthew I'm gonna, Robertson. Yep. Uh, I'm going to guess Gunther and Matthew Robinson. Okay, one of those and... isn't a player on the Oil Kings, and the other one, Ryan, already guessed it. So <laughs> I'm going to guess... Hmm. Tristan Jari. Okay, Ryan wins. Sure he played for the Oil Kings. <laughs> I'm not even gonna give you two more strikes because I want to wrap this up so I can go pee. Wait, wait. I'm just trying to think of actual Oil Kings players. Like I honestly right. don't know. How, what how would I? How would I tell you? And then next time we change so often. Yeah. Next time we do an Oil Kings related quiz, you'll do better. Maybe as long as we do it <laughs> well, within four years. I'm feeling shade thrown at me here. I know. I'm. I'm. 
Okay, maybe a little. So, eight Oil Kings. They've played... The team's played 13 games played. A lot of these guys have only played 12 games. So, Dylan Gunther leads the team 24 points. Jake Neighbors, 22 points. Jalen Lupin, 17. Josh Williams, 15. Carter Such, 14. Oliver Cade, 15. Matthew Robertson, 13 points. And Logan Dalhaniak, 13 points. That's a lot of points. That's what happens when you score five goals a game, I guess. Yeah. Um, Also, this is kind of a shout-out, but Connor Bedard, the 15-year-old, is currently leading the WHL in scoring. Like, what That guy's the the next McDavid, man. I think that's redonkulous. I think the key is naming your kid Connor. Like, I think that's how you do it. Like, Connor, Connor well, I mean, Michael never put if, up those numbers. That's true. Kyle Connor. Maybe, it's every, maybe it's every two out of three. It's every two out of three. Yeah, no, I mean, honestly, like, it's funny. I've been seeing a lot of Flames talking about tanking, you know, and getting first overall picks, which is hilarious because that's their entire argument against us is, you just screwed because you got the first <laughs> overall picks. But anyways, they, they've been talking about getting some. Imagine if they got Connor Bedard and we could have like a Connor war. Oh, no. It'd be like, oh, my Connor's bigger than your Connor. And it would just be like. That would be amazing for like sales and media and promotion. But please. Please, Bernard, go to an East team. Please go to an East it, team. It'd be, oh my it'd, God, be cool. it'd be cool because that'd be the first good player the Flames have ever had in their history. So, Ayo! Hey, listen, listen. I they had about, James Neal and Mike Smith, though. They okay, did. yeah, and right. how can we forget? No, no, I mean, honestly, though, like, as far as the Flames, that's the thing. Like, I've always hated them, but this year they've been hateable to the point where everyone hates them. Which is like even Flames fans hate them. There's such the a, Matt Kachuk just, effect. There's no. It's not even just the Matt Kachuk effect. Is it's Giordano. It's it's good. It's just the whole team is so unlikable, and I, it sucks because like back in the day, as much as like as a kid, I didn't like them that much. Like guys like uh, uh, Jerome and and uh, Kiprasov, like they were stand up classy. I loved Ole Jokinen was a. Uh, they had a they had a line of Aginla, Rene Bork, Ole Jokinen. Good line. I didn't like Corey Search on the blue line, but like, I liked that team. But, but yeah, no. You go I mean, back to like, players. You go back to like the Robin Regiers of the yeah that era of Flames. There were actually some Lanny decent McDonald, players. Joe Newendike. La- it was I mean, stand up. Lanny McDonald might be the most likable player in hockey history. So, is Jack Campbell? Oh, oh my soup. You know what? Ignoring the fact, ignoring the fact that I just picked him up in fantasy. Fuck Jack Campbell, man. (laughs) Yeah, I saw that. Good signing. Um, I feel like for me, what makes Calgary so hateable is that now Calgary's playing Toronto more, and so Toronto fans have noticed, and they're the loudest. Toronto fans now hate Calgary, and now that's why it's spreading. But everyone in Canada—that's the best thing. Like they are yeah. literally the most hated, and I mean they're not they're, all themselves. Canada's like, getting exposed to their shenanigans now. Yeah, that's. I, I mean, it's beautiful because now, now that teams are having as much exposure as we are, they're noticing stuff like stealing a game puck from a goalie's first yeah. win, like, or Edmonton cheap and LA hates them the most, and now everyone else is finally noticing. Yeah, it's 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 wonderful. Um, oh, same thing with like. Uh, uh, the uh, the Canadians, like I've I've seen a lot of their fans posting about how much they hate them. Like they're just the Flames yeah. are just slimy. They Love always have it. been. 
I, I love how and now it, everybody knows. I love how in the Battle of Alberta we have all the other Canadian teams in our corner, and then there's just the Flames who everyone hates. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like I know, I I mean, I mean the Oilers are reasonably like. Well, I know Drysaddle has a bit of a of a of a goon uh, persona around that's the league. Awesome. That that's but, I mean that's weak. He doesn't though. take it too far. He's the Canadian Malkin, basically. Like, yeah, it's, he's it, German. You ding dong. <laughs> no, saying. but he's in Canada. <laughs> yeah, I mean he's in it. Canada. He's yeah. Malkin in Canada. He's the German yeah. Canadian Malkin. Um, <laughs> and not the Russian American Malkin. <laughs> although, although, I will say, I think uh, McDavid and McKinnon have forfeited their Lady Bing uh, bids <laughs> this past week. <laughs> That whole he was giving him his helmet. If he wanted to hurt him, like he would have that was Connor Garland, right? Yeah. Yeah. Another he would have been dead. Another really good this year. He would have been dead if McKinnon really McKinnon just threw cares it about McKinnon owns a Zamboni and he's, he's like, friends with big ass Crosby. They would have killed the guy. He's like, <laughs> oh my god, this helmet is not on a guy's head. And then he sees a player without a helmet. It's like, dude, you're gonna get hurt. You gotta put your helmet back on. <laughs> <laughs> that one was hilarious. No, mm. I mean the McDavid hit, that was dirty. He should have gotten a game for that. Like yeah. I, I was surprised that he didn't. And I got into this with my he, dad. He, he, he was, a clean hit. That's just hockey. We all he, got this time for these pansies who can't take an elbow <laughs> to the face. I'm like, dude, that was – he. Dir- I mean, he slipped a little bit, but that was a direct, intentional he elbow was testing, to the head, he was charging. Test- and my dad's like – He was testing the structural integrity like, of, of Cock and Yemi's helmet. <laughs> he was yeah, doing exactly. him a favor if you think like, about it. He's not charging – it, my dad was like, it's not charging because he wasn't five strides. Like, it takes McDavid two strides to get to everyone else's five stride speed. That's charging. Direct yeah. head hit. Um, and I mean, why would you want to hurt that baby face? Like, come on. That's like, that's it's like yes, Goon and Pooley Arvey. beautiful, man. He's yes, as a, a cutie. Oh, the Pooley Arvey fight yesterday, he looked so lost every time he gets attacked. It's so <laughs> funny. Like, yesterday, he was just hugging the guy the whole yeah. time. Just a big old bear hug. Whenever, whenever Pooley Arvey's in a scrum, it looks like he's looking for, like, Connor and Leon. Like, guys! Exactly! Guys! guys where are you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, he looks like he looks like a kicked puppy. There was one game like a, a, a month ago or so where one of the uh I want to say yeah, it was against Ottawa. And one of the Ottawa players went to hit Puliarvi but missed and hit right. the boards yeah. and wiped out. Like they were swept out and another player on the Sens, I can't remember who it was. Um, he saw that from a distance and he thought Pooley RV had done that to his guy, right? And laid him out. So this guy goes charging down the ice to go take out Pooley RV and he slams against the board. And he's just wailing on him. And they just cut to Pooley RV. He was like twice as high, just. <laughs> oh, this is a, the freaking Antoine Roussel thing. Oh yeah. when he was going after him too. It's yeah. so precious. Dude, Pooley RV, greatest redemption arc of all time. Like, <laughs> Taylor Hall doesn't have a chance. Taylor Hall could come to Edmonton and score 300 goals, and I would still. And he 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 could he could get a hat trick in Game Six of the Cup Finals to clinch it at home, but yet it wouldn't matter because Pooliarvi. Because Pooliarvi, because Pooliar Pooliarvi is honestly, I I'm gonna say I think he might be my favorite Oiler. I I don't. It's been slowly That's happening. Fair. That's so fair. 
like yeah last year like once again obviously i love like you know the core guys i mean last year yamamoto was getting up there but like pooley Harvey, man just he just he's so happy he's just mm. this i've i've never seen someone have more fun playing hockey than Jesse pooley Harvey. no he always looks like he's happy and when it doesn't go in for him he's just always like ah, he's like know, oh he's man smiling. i'll get it next time and it's just the, his interviews too, where he talks about like using his big butt to his hammer people, and or he likes ta- to he, he, he likes to eat when his girlfriend cooks him. And he has no, he goes, I only I only eat no <laughs> like just the way he says it. And he's talking about his new dog, his Colden. I like, I like to eat. No, but he calls it a Colden Rativia. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like what? I would, I would He's die precious. if you haven't seen Jesse Pugliarvi's dog. His, her, oh. is it a boy or a girl? Do we know? Yeah, I think I it's, know. I think it's a boy. But I, I, I will it, point out he his got name's Yaffa, and we won Yaffa. like five games in a row. So. Yeah. His name's Yaffa, and he's adorable. Like I would take it's, a bullet for that dog. I would take a bullet for that man and that dog. Oh, absolutely! I would take one for each. Like a bullet it, for them, a bullet for you, a bullet for everybody in this room. <laughs> if we, if we yes. ever get my my dream is to get uh, Gaetan Haas and Yessi Pulleyarvi on our show at the same time. If we like, I would I would just quit podcasting because it wouldn't get any better than that. That's the finale. That's that's, that's the, the series finale. Even, do you want to sign off? Sign, uh, let's sign off. This podcast cannot end. Until Haas and Pugliari both get on here at the same time. <laughs> we'll get so It'll I, happen. You can see it. Like, if you really don't like us, which I know some people don't do, um, help us get Gaetan Haas and Jesse Pugliari on the show. Let's start a petition online. No, you need to do what you need to do is you need to start doing one of those like tweeting Gaetan Haas every day until he appears on Yeg Sports, like, <laughs> and just keep. I've been in his mentions before. He doesn't use Twitter. <laughs> You just gotta find a way to get whoever Gaetan Haas's agent is. We, we you you gotta you gotta grind for him. Also, did you just drop a Twenty One Pilots reference like a minute ago? Yes, I yeah, did. Yeah, I was like, I was like, wait a minute. I hit me. Did you hear their new song? Oh, God. I saw it on YouTube trending. I didn't listen to it yet, but I will. It's 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 all right. I mean, it's not it's not trench, but it's all right. I saw it there. I noticed it. Yeah, but yeah, no, I hey. I mean, Haas is not a very highly requested guest. I'm assuming you could probably do it. Like seriously, like who is Gaetan Haas's agent? Does he even have an agent? Is he representing himself? Elaine, Elaine Waugh of Waugh Sports Group Hockey. Um, he is also the agent for such hockey players as Nico Heischer. So he's big with the Swiss guys. Um, ben Bishop, Jake Allen, Chris Russell. So we could also have dude, Chris Russell, Russell on the show. Hey, dude, that's a good agent. Um, are there any other Oilers on here? I don't see any Oilers. Nope. Uh, who else is on here? Got to get a hold of, of Philip Grubauer. Um, Nick Holden. Oh, Dylan Cousins. You nice. whoa, whoa, whoa! We might actually have an in here. According to Puckpedia.com. Elaine Waugh represents Caden Gooley. This could Can happen. In? Who's Caden Gooley? <laughs> so Caden Gooley, uh, we went to junior high with him in, in Sherwood yeah. Park, and he's oh. he's like he's kind of a friend of a friend. 
That yeah. honestly, serious. I'm dead serious. Like, just try and get a hold. Happen. Try and get a hold of the agent. What's the worst that could happen? So like, hey, hey, we, hey, hey, Tyler. We actually fans. have a way. <laughs> hey, Tyler, hey Tyler, can we talk to your friend's agent? I don't even know if you need to even use that in. Like, literally, like I'm sure that the number's available. Just call them and just be like, hey, uh, we run a uh, sports show based in Edmonton. Make it sound like it's important. And then like, <laughs> just be like, hey, we're, we're really big Gaetan Haas fans. We were wondering if there's any way we could, if, if he would be available to come on for uh, uh, appearance on our show. I mean, what's the worst thing that could happen? Because once again, nobody is like, I, I highly doubt there's a line of people waiting to interview Gaetan Haas. So <laughs> I don't think anybody outside of Alberta knows who Gaetan Haas is. I found a so phone like, number. You should do it. Like, dead serious. <laughs> you should do it. Apparently, they also have a consultant office in Calgary. Not that long of a drive. No. Road trip time, boys? I, hey, yeah, I'm dead serious. Trip. You should do it. Fuck it. You know what? Fuck it. We're doing it. No, do yeah, yes, you pull the RV. That's going to be a bit trickier. But uh, we'll, pull the RV, I don't know. But you we'll got to start small. Yeah, but seriously, hey, I, I, Gaetan Haas is confident. not small. Gaetan Haas. No, but this is the thing. Gaetan Haas is an elite center. Gaetan Haas. Listen, listen, listen. Think of how cool it will be when Gaetan Haas is a five-time Hart Trophy slash Stanley Cup winner champion. Um, he'll probably he'll probably have a Vesna in there, maybe a couple Norrises, a couple Lady potentially Bings. a couple Lady Bings, probably a mm-hmm. Ted Lindsay or three. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if Jack if a Jack Adams manifests a, itself in there. A Golden Glove. A Golden Globe. You know, I, I'm sure he'll win Emmy. Uh, the, the Emmy for Globe. What the What the hell is a Golden Glove? <laughs> I'm sure he'll get maybe best picture. I'm not positive, but whatever it is, Nobel Prize for Economics. You'll have Adam on the show. Man of the Year award. <laughs> <laughs> All right. For some uh, reason, he wins Defensive Rookie of the Year in the NFL. Just no and, and NBA. <laughs> and NBA. <laughs> okay, oh, boy. NASCAR. Um, FIFA, FIFA Young Player of the Year. Uh, <laughs> he's a he's a he's a he's a all Australia team rugby uh, cha- gold a silver medal in Olympic bobsleigh. And American League gold glove at shortstop. Of course. <laughs> all right, we gotta wrap this up. Brad, thanks for. <laughs> I looked at your Zoom name again, Ryan Hackney. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for doing this. It was fun. Um, do you have any parting words for, for our listeners? Yes, I do, actually. Thank you. Oh, Thank God. you. I have a uh, statement. Why, why did I ask? Ryan, <laughs> what's wrong asking with these me? questions. A statement, actually. <laughs> what is that, an essay? Yeah, okay, I have a statement. Um, that's <laughs> four score and seven years ago. To who... <laughs> To whom it may concern. I also have a statement. <laughs> it's just <laughs> to whom to whom it may concern. <clears throat> I'm concerned. Sam Bennett is a bust. Thank you. <laughs> well said.
I could not agree more. Ryan, do you have anything else to say to the folks? Claim Drake Kajula. Hashtag bring back Drake. Do it. Do it now. Uh, Hashtag fall for Hall. I'm just going to edit that part out. Don't worry about it. Um, <laughs> thanks for listening, Hashtag everyone. Failure for Taylor. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Brad, can we follow you on Twitter? Don't be great for TH. Wait, what? Your Twitter. My Twitter? Yeah, I guess. I don't use it really. Okay. So it's, it's around there. Ryan, you're on Twitter. I can give you yeah. my address, though. <laughs> yes, Brad, what is your address? Uh, oh okay, God. four four uh two. Four, <laughs> I mean, honestly, if people want to just come by and hang out, that's cool. <laughs> I'm sure your uh, macaroni delivery guy will appreciate that. There's <laughs> <laughs> actually white cheddar macaroni, which you you, you wouldn't think about, but if you go. <laughs> no frills. No. is an elite center. Okay, no, seriously. Sam you, Bennett's you're a You're going to go with Kraft dinner. But the thing is, Kraft we'll dinner is actually not week. that good. You think it is. <laughs>